0: to live dangerously so you can go Uh see what happens see what happens that
1: i'm gonna start the show with something that i usually do for the end so now you're in trouble okay everybody this is the george oh by the way it's all pre-recorded so it won't be i'll let you know before it's out i'll edit it all down all right everybody this is the george songbird and we are here with apricity uh and i'm country so it's going to come out funny how i say that but she is from originally (laughs) from scotland i believe but now in canada right and we were trying zoom and she froze may not be the longer interview <laughs> i'm sorry
0: that's <laughs> well, okay
1: so i've got my phone hot spotted to it now so it should go quicker uh if it doesn't then that just means it's not it's might be computer speed which we'll see we'll figure it out okay. all right because I, right. I couldn't use google meet i wanted to but i'd have to pay for it to get to where i could record uh but zoom is working so <laughs> all right. take two that's why i do that's take why i edit i edit these things all right, everybody, We're this is the Georgia Songbird, and we're here with Apricity, a uh, singer-songwriter from Scotland, originally out in Canada, uh, and like I said, before the Zoom and the, my internet completely shut us off, I'm probably saying your name wrong or coming out with a weird accent, that's just because I'm country, It's coming, <laughs> I can't help it, so introduce yourself and uh, tell everybody how you really say your name.
0: Actually, you were correct, it is Apricity, Yay. so even with a country accent it was perfect. Um, it's actually a Latin word, so it means basking in the sunshine. That's where it's derived from. I'm currently living in Canada, so I'm just outside of Toronto. Um, I was born, raised primarily in the UK and, uh, my family immigrated to Canada, obviously, um, job selection and things like that. And, uh, I've spent actually a lot of time in the US. I, uh, Back and forth from Manhattan, Florida. Uh, Lived in Miami for quite some time during the winter, which was great. Wish I was there right now. And uh, here we are today.
1: Okay. 2023,
0: almost going into 2024, which I can't believe it.
1: Right. And we're recording, guys. It's Thanksgiving week. uh, And I just learned something new that in Canada, Thanksgiving is in October.
0: It is. So we're a month behind you or you're minds ahead of us however you want to look at that
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes so i didn't know that because i like learning new things and we were talking a little bit off air she says she likes to live dangerously so she probably doesn't know this show yet so what i do normally at the end of the show <laughs> um is i have something called a will of death so for shits and giggles we're going to do uh we're going to enter entwine it in the beginning a little bit and still get into your music of course as always now it's random questions okay. uh <laughs> I always like to ask. So here we go with Wheel of Death. Okay. Favorite family trip tradition?
0: You know what? Um, to be honest, uh, when I was younger, growing up as a kid, the family trip tradition we used to have, was on New Year's, so in the UK it's called Hogmanay. That's New Year's, <clears throat> and when the bell rings at midnight, um, we would all go out to the square with the bells ringing, and that's something that stands out in my head. That may not be a trip like going to another country or going to another place, but as a family, that's what we would do. So okay. it's called Hogmanay. Hogmanay. That's what it's called.
1: Hogmanay. See, I'm learning I'm all kinds of new things yeah. now. Whether I remember it or not is a whole different story, but. I do yeah. my qui- uh,
0: I'm going to quit. I'm going to quiz you at the end of this.
1: Oh God. Wait a minute. Let me write in my notes. Down. <laughs> Hug Monet.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so Priscilla, what got you into music then? What what kind of started that bug Where you wanted to sing and do you write too?
0: I do write too. Um, I'm really fortunate enough. Um, as of late and for the songs that I've been bringing out to work with um, some amazing songwriters which does not hurt. Um, but what got me into it? Well, I grew up, uh, you know, in a family that was, you know, had a natural love of music and growing up, we had music around us, not television. So it was always the radio or, you know, um, records at the time my grandparents would play. So of course, as a child, you know, that's what I was exposed to. And, uh, Just uh, for myself, I, you know, I loved it. I used to close myself in the room and pretend that I, you know, I was ABBA and I was singing. All right, you know, here's one for you. So my grandfather really liked Glenn Campbell. Okay. There you go. Like rhinestone cowboy and Galveston. And so, you know, I'd stand in my room in front of a mirror when I was like three and pretend to sing. And then it just went on from there. I was involved in theater of the arts You know, at a very young age, um, started on some kids TV shows at the age of five and kind of went on from there.
1: And that was the uh, Fun Factory, right?
0: It was. So Fun Factory and then we had um, High Summer Extra, which was like a British um, TV show, too. And then um, I went to Top of the Pops, which is a big show in the UK. And I auditioned for it, but I was not old enough to be on the show. But when I was there, I got to meet Debbie Harry, which was pretty neat. At the time, I didn't appreciate it because I was, you know, I was young. (laughs) Um, But going going back, um, you know, I wish I, you know, had known what I know now. But I did have a little little book with me, like an autograph book. So I do have her name in there that she signed.
1: That's cool. When I was little, there was a show. And I say little, I was more like maybe 12. Thirteen. I might have been a, just a teenager. There's a show on TV called Double Dare that I always wanted to be on. I don't know if you remember that show. I don't know if you're. It's around age. No. It was like. what It was like probably on Nickelodeon, I guess, at the time. And the, you'd get the family, and they would do these these weird stunts, and they'd get slimed, and they'd get like pie in the faces and stuff. It was oh, just, the
0: slime show. Yeah, the slime show.
1: And they had another called Double Deer. I thought it was the same one. It may be a different one I'm thinking of, but I used to love watching yeah. those whenever I got a chance because yeah. we didn't have cable here. So I only got to watch it when I went to my cousin's house.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were actually going to say something like a uh, fear factor. Uh, I, I peg was, you as a fear factor.
1: <laughs> I do like fear factor, but I was older when that came on. The only thing that would get me is when they would eat those gross foods. And I'm, I'm like, no, I can't do that. But I, I never understood. Like if I get, if I was to go apply for that show and they told me, what is your biggest fear? I'm not stupid enough to tell them it's really snakes. I'm scared to death of snakes. I'm going to tell them it's butterflies and they're going to put me in a butterfly garden. <laughs> and I'm going to win. Or
0: tell them it's like chocolate chip cookies is my biggest fear. <laughs> right.
1: I'm allergic to chocolate. <laughs>
0: yeah chocolate makes me scream but Ugh. uh no that, that's that's pretty interesting i can kind of see the. i think i saw it was like a The one i saw was like a glass sort of like a <clears throat> casket they had them in and then they mm. put all these tarantulas yeah they dumped all these tarantulas in there yeah no thanks
1: they, I, again, I couldn't tell, I'm not going to tell you my biggest fear. If if you're stupid enough to tell them, then you're stupid enough to know that it's going to be put on you. That's your fault. <laughs> but
0: see, I already know it's snakes.
1: You do, but when they wouldn't, cause I mean, I, when I was a kid, <laughs> I, I remember I was like, and I tell you why I'm scared of snakes. When I was a kid, I, like five years old, we lived in South Georgia. And I mean, the first time I ever had a interaction with a snake. I'm playing my little Tonka truck and it falls off the porch. So I jump off to get it and I land right in front of a rattlesnake. So then my dad and my papa were playing around with it. Next, you know, when I was a kid, the way they taught me how to swim was they threw you in the water, you know, sink or swim. That's how they do it. Throw you in the water, learn to swim. Well, they did that and a water moccasin popped up behind me. So my dad had to jump in and save me. So I I have a very ra it's irrational I know but it's rational. There's a rationale behind the reason I'm afraid of snakes. I've had them after me my whole life. They don't that and well. Birds. There you go.
0: The bird birds
1: birds of all oh, when I was younger uh, birds would always attack my hair. I don't know why I don't have much of it anymore. But when I was younger I had like a, a bunch of hair, and they would just like want to swan die and make a nest out of my head. I guess. No so is that
0: about. like Alfred Alfred Hitchcock the birds movie?
1: No, not the no. I saw that, but that didn't bother me. But I mean, it's literally actual okay. birds. My girlfriend had a, uh, at the time; she had like a, uh, I guess a parakeet or something that she would let out. I don't remember what it is now, but she would let it out, and it swan dived at my head. And then I'd go to the beach, and, <laughs> and the the big birds would fly at me. I was like, I oh, know, I'm done. No more birds for me.
0: <laughs> so there's something about your head that birds like.
1: It used to be. Now I'm now yeah. I don't have much hair on my head, so they they kind of go after my son. <laughs> I guess it's just genetics. Now, do you what kind of instruments do you play uh, like guitar, piano, what all do you play?
0: Um, so I tinker. I mean okay. I'm not I'm not a musician. I am musically inclined to learn things. Um, you know, I can play some basic guitar. I'm always tinkering with it. I can play some basic um, piano like keyboards. I did try drums for fun, but no no, no interest, can't stand it. <laughs> and um i do have a bass as well that i can tinker with um i don't want to play a musical instrument that's um, hard enough to concentrate on singing let alone have to play and sing so i mean a shout out to the people that do do both because that's definitely some talent but oh, yeah. i i just want to i just want to concentrate on vocals
1: okay yeah you can see, i don't know who you see behind me behind me is my <laughs> drum set and i'm not allowed on the yeah. drums. My my band says no jesse get off the drums because I write and I play guitar and I'll sing because I have to, but I'd rather be playing music and writing it. But I want to get on the drums, like, but I I can't do the rhythm. I mess up the rhythm. I want to do the melody. And that's not how you play drums, apparently. No,
0: no. H was on, right? But I mean, anyone who plays, you know, any sort of talent, um, whether it's, you know, something that's God given to you or something you've worked hard at to learn, um, but you know, it is a talent. And uh, some people, you know, have never even, they've never tried anything. They've never tried singing. They've never tried, you know, picking up a guitar. Um, and like, to me, that's just a whole different world. Not, not even having to try something like that. Like thinking, wow, like, if I had never tried this, if I'd never picked this up, like I could, just couldn't imagine that.
1: Now, guys, if, if when you're listening to this, um, I don't know if she'll still be in the countdown or not, but A Prissy right now is currently in the Georgia Songbird Weekly Top Ten countdown. Uh, she's got a rock song in there called I call it rock song because I like it, Reminded it me a lot of evanescent style stuff. I like that. Thank you. Uh, called the Fear. So, tell everybody then on that part, like you talked about Glenn Campbell in the beginning of like, like that's what you would listen to with your, with your grandfather. What made you kind of want to go toward more the the rock side of of music I mean I know I would choose I love rock and roll But How about you
0: I think just um, Being exposed to I mean obviously I was exposed to Lots of different music Growing up But You know ABBA um, Kate Bush um, Definitely Blondie You know My grandparents played Blondie My mom loved Blondie um, And then Coming into my teens You know Evanescence uh, Alanis. It was It's It was more of the storytelling, you know, um, and probably very strong female vocalists as well. Um, On top of that, um, garbage like Shirley Manson. Um, But I mean, there's all different genres with all different types of music. I love it. I love it. But I think it's just that beat and the drive behind some of the rock music that I just, I just really love it. You know, I enjoy it.
1: Well, we're going to listen to one of your songs now. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to share the screen with you and you just tell me whichever song you want to play and we will play that song. And actually, since I'm a songwriter too, I like to hear stories. So you have to kind of tell me the story behind a song or a story if you don't want to tell the story about it. So, uh, you know,
0: I I think, you know, a really nice song. I know it's a cover, but wind of change.
1: Okay. Now, Scorpions are one of my favorite bands too. I love the Scorpions. Wow. The um, my favorite scorpion song is still loving you. I try to sing that one, but because it, oh. I can't hit that range, I know I can't. So my wife's like, Stop, stop singing it, it's, it's horrible. <laughs> so tell why did you decide to do a scorpion's cover?
0: Um, this was a song again, it was one of those songs that you know I was exposed to at a young age and always really loved it. And it was it's just a strong, meaningful song. So I had a chance to do the cover for this song and um, Joey uh, Nisafora, who is a he's an opera singer um, that I am acquainted with. Um, we decided to do it together. you know, opera meets rock. Mm-hmm. And we did this, we started this song, like the filming for it during COVID. So we started, then we had to stop and shut down filming and then finally get in. But um, at the beginning of the song, you'll hear an organ. Now that is an old Gothic organ. And there's only, I think there's only two left in North America and one is in Canada. Um, So they're very hard to come by. And then we had to find someone that was able to play it because not everyone can play that. So we found a gentleman that works with the Royal Ballet of Canada who was able to come in and play it with us. Um, and if you've, you know, majority of people have never seen the old Gothic organ in a church, but it takes up the entire ceiling of the church. Like the pipes are huge. Um, so it was such an experience to be there because we we recorded that part of the song Um, While we were shooting the video because we had to record it in the church. So just being there and hearing that, you know, it was, it was really breathtaking. Um, And the song itself, obviously, it's a nostalgic song. It means a lot of different things to a lot of people, but especially in Europe. Um, I really enjoyed it. And I, I definitely enjoyed making the video.
1: i love scorpions i love the orca the organ and the orchestra through the whole thing yes that's really cool too um i don't know what made me think of it but i was listening to it and have you ever seen or heard those bands that when they play like electric guitar they get the fiddle bow and they play the guitar
0: yes yeah I
1: was, I was like oh that would sound really cool. maybe because i heard the orchestra I was like that would sound really cool yeah. if the guitarist could do that i'm like i want to do it just to see if i can that's just, I don't know you how to do should try that. it. I'm going to oh. one day.
0: <laughs> yeah, and you'll have to send it to me.
1: <laughs> yes, I will absolutely do that. Uh, who's whistling in that?
0: That's actually Joey.
1: Joey, I cannot whistle that good. I don't know how, I don't, I didn't know how they did I that. Can't. I do <laughs>
0: I can't either. So it was I was both of us and we're like no you try. No you try. No you try. No your whistle's better. So that's how it <laughs> kind of went. So he won the whistle. <laughs>
1: Cuz that's a key part of that song. The whistle is has got to be in it. It
0: is. It is. And the thing is we like I didn't want to do the song exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Um But I wanted to do the song justice, but also with my own flair. And I wanted it to be big, like sound like a big choir. Um, And do the, you know, give the song what it needed because it's such a nostalgic song. And it's a song that I don't think it matters what, you know, type of music you listen to. It's one of those songs that's played and everybody knows it. Um, And it's uh, one of the, you know, another song that you can feel all kinds of things from that song, because it means so many different things to people, but it's definitely a song that can bring some tears to my eyes for sure.
1: It's it's funny. You said about the orchestra making it sound big. I I write notes when I listen. And one of them is I want to know how many layers of voices is in your course.
0: So we, um, we did some backups over um, ours as well, and um, had one of the backup singers I use. She did a few little backups, and then we mixed it together. So there's only actually there's us two, and then backups that are added. But okay. it's just the way it's mixed. It sounds big because we wanted to. We wanted it to sound big.
1: That's one thing that I, I think with songs, like when you're when you're a songwriter and you're playing and you do your own stuff, and I've tried to do this too. And i like, I want to figure out how to make the chorus sound like huge, like a bunch of, you know, just a, why is the why is the course always so much louder? like because they layer it, they put so many voices, and yeah. and I'm just curious because yours is, is is perfect, it's a perfect amount for like if you're listening to on a radio or something and you hear like it's how the it's, you hear a difference when something's made professionally and when it's not. And one of the things that always catches my ear is the chorus, how big is the course how big is the layers how many and i always always curious what number that is for anybody that does that because i'm like i've asked one guy he had like 90 different types <laughs> different layers. Yeah. i'm like dude that's so crazy i was like you know how much space because i'm old you know how much space you're putting on a computer doing that
0: i guess it depends on the song too i mean i'm lucky i work with um tom mckay um he used to be the bass player in the band joy drop and uh He's a, uh, you know, Juno and Platinum awarded producer and then Vic Florencia, who's my engineer, same thing. Um, so this is their bread and butter, you know, when it comes to songs to put things together. and But they spent a lot of time because it's just even the tiny, tiny little tweaks that make the difference. Mm-hmm. And it's really amazing for me to go, you know, when you start a song because people may think you just go in and you sing and that's it. There's so much more (laughs) to it than that. I wish it was that simple, but you hear it when you start it, and you just, you know, you lay down like some basic guitar or something. So you have a melody to put vocals on and then you start building it. So to hear it from start to finish, it's, it just blows my mind. Um, And the amount of work, not just myself that, you know, puts in, put, into the song, but you know, the engineer, the producer, you know, um, you know, tweaking little pieces here and there and just to get it to sound perfect. I mean, that's so many hours as you know yourself, because um, you know, you you've been doing it. So it is a it is a lot of work. And then to hear the finished project, um, you know, it's just it's amazing.
1: Yeah. And anybody want to give shouts out? Love to be be my guest because I it's funny. You say that somebody, the like songwriters, we know people that do music and they, they know the process, but somebody from the outside, listen, oh, you go in and like you said, they, they think you sing and you play and you're done. It's yeah. not. I, every time I go into the studio, I'm probably done in 45 minutes with my part. And then now it's time to produce it. And that's like another two, three hours for one <laughs> song. Yeah. If, there's
0: if so like, many hours. Yeah. And I mean, you know, the guitar player, the drummer, the keyboard guy, we had a guy that did strings in it, you know, just to add a little extra to it to make it full. Like, there's so many people involved. Um, And without those people, the song wouldn't be the way it is. So um, for me, I work with a great team of people. I'm so thankful. You know, I've learned so much. I've only been doing this for two years now. And, uh, you know, every time... I go it. I'm, I'm learning something, right. Yeah. So whether it's, you know, from the recording or the live shows, um, but I'm thankful for the group of people that, you know, I have that have my back and, um, you know, have, have helped me do this. It's, it's a lot of work and it's really great to see people work together as a team.
1: Now, anybody that knows me, I'm not big on covers just because I could never do them justice. So if I'm going to do a cover, I'm going to do it my way. Like I'll do a Prince cover, mm-hmm. but I slow it down and I put kind of playing out, I'm playing yeah. out in a bar. So I, I make it where they can't hear it. It's like, okay, if you can get this song before I get to the hook, I'll buy you a beer. If not, you buy me one. And so anybody who's listening to the show knows where I'm going with this topic right now. Uh, I do for guests. Cause you talked about earlier, like you're open for challenges and stuff like that. Uh, and if you want to do it, great. If you don't, you don't have to, but you started talking about ABBA and it made me think I do a cover challenge for, for my guest. I'm like, okay, I'm going to give you a song from an artist and I'll mm-hmm. think of it as we go. And you, there's no time limit. You do it. If you want to do it, you do a cover of it your way, your version. And I'm, I'm open to giving the same thing. And somebody gave me ABBA to do winner takes all. And I'm like, have you heard me sing really you want me to touch Abba I, that song was so hard
2: and,
1: <laughs> and I, so I started messing with it and I tuned my guitar way down to make it sad and make it kind of country and then there was this guy on American Idol that did it and he blew it away I was like son of a gun I said that's I, there's no sense and I was working on one before you showed up uh one of my guests that I just uh, released she's she's actually from Canada too Christina Martin uh gave me I will always love you by Dolly Parton and so I was like, okay, that one I can do because I can, it's already in country vibe. I can do it. So if you're down, I will, as we talk, I'll think of one for you uh, and I'll give you the challenge and you do it at your leisure or if you want to, if you don't, you won't hurt my feelings either, but, and you're welcome to give me one too. I, I don't mind. I'm, I accept all challenges. If I'm going to ask you to do it, I'm going to be willing to do it myself.
0: Okay. That's a deal. Cause I do have, I do have one for you. So we're.
1: Oh, okay. See, now I like you. We already have, I like, I like the challenge. I tell everybody, give it to me, Yeah. but please just be, don't give me something like crazy. Like
0: one uh, of my like one of my favorite, favorite songs. Yeah. I don't have a lot of favorite songs. I have a few in a group purple rain.
1: Oh, Okay. I'll, I'll do that. I will take that challenge. Yeah. And I may even get the band to help me on it. We were doing, okay. we were messing around with Paul Abdul straight up and turned it bluesy. Oh,
0: lovely. Lovely.
1: It, I love the way it turned out. We, we, we just kind of messing around in the garage right now, but like, we got to sit down and actually release this. one. Now, I'm not done with your music too. I told you we get sidetracked on this show. So that's okay.
0: I, but I'm going to wait for my challenge and do it too.
1: Absolutely. So I have another will of death question for you. Would no. you rather have <laughs> oh I, I'm gonna interject him into this because we started this, so I think it's a good I, you're gonna be my guinea pig i'm gonna start I'm gonna start the sections off with each one after the song with the, with these questions. so okay. would you rather have endless money or endless love
0: that <laughs> is that even a question?
1: be surprised.
0: Endless (laughs) endless money, baby. Endless money. (laughs) I can buy love if I have endless money.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's what I told one lady. She goes, I'd rather have endless love. I said, well, I told my wife, I'd have endless money because I can always buy love.
0: (laughs) I have to be, I have to answer it honestly. Sorry. And that's my honest answer. Yep.
1: Now, I was listening to that. We're gonna to listen to some of your original stuff too, but what are some of the bands that you that you listen to, like maybe now that's on the radio or that you kinda lean toward their style that...
0: I you know style I I mean, obviously whenever we play or sing we are influenced, mm-hmm. right? But I don't really want to say, well, I want to have that style because then it takes away from me. If something comes out, it's just because of my influences around me. Um, I like lots of different bands. Um, I like the Foo Fighters. <laughs> um, you know, I like Evanescence. Um, I still like ABBA. I don't. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> I still like ABBA. Hey, I'll be honest. I listen to the Backstreet Boys.
1: I tried to get the band to do uh-huh. everybody because that that was such a fun song. I was like, it's, I
0: a, said, great, it's a great song."
1: Oh, I was like, the, the, "You said you guys, you got to understand." I said, "You're playing for a crowd; they will eat it up yeah. as long as we do it good." But they would eat it up because we again yeah. turned it blue. that we had a slide guitar player come in and start playing it? So I'm, I'm, you ain't got to be uh, ashamed of everybody or Backstreet Boys. i I yeah. to them too. I like, um, you
0: know, um, Smashing Pumpkins. Mm-hmm. You know. There's just, there's, there's so much that I, that I like to listen to. Um, I still, you know, I'll listen to some classical music as well. Um, I like the waltz of the flowers, (laughs) you know, um, there's some Beethoven things I'll throw on. Um, I like to mix it up. So it depends, you know, I'm, I'm a moody, I'm a moody (sighs) music listener. And what I mean by that is, the music is very mood driven. So it's mm-hmm. dependent on the mood that I'm in, what I want to listen to.
1: See, I've had this conversation before with the other uh, guest for me, reggae puts me in a great mood, no matter what mood I'm in. If I turn on a reggae song, I, I get happy. I can not be happy with a reggae sound. That's just for me. You know, that, that's what I use.
0: You can't be, you can be happy.
1: Yeah, you, ha- you can. How, how can you not be happy listening to reggae?
0: So, If you turned on reggae for me, I would be very unhappy.
1: (laughs) Really, (laughs) you don't like reggae.
0: Um, I appreciate, I appreciate it. It's not something that if I wanted to feel happy, I would listen to though.
1: So, what's your happy music?
0: Um, how about some old dance music from the nineties, like "Pump Up the Jam" or you know, some silly songs like that.
1: Okay. See, I'm, yeah, I'm getting more
0: like
1: of, uh, of knowledge of you. So now the, the wheels of my mm-hmm. head is turning about song choice to give you to you to kind of make you or to have you do it your own way. So like, I may give you a weird style that'll turn it into the Prisity style. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll get there. I'm gonna, Let's listen to another one of your songs while I think on that. Which one do you want to hey. do next?
0: How about you pick one?
1: Okay. Um, I'm going to pull up. So. Just because I like the name, I'm gonna go with a hook. Alice in Wonderland sounds good. So, what's the story behind this one?
0: So, the story behind this one is um, well, I guess it's uh, very relationship driven. Um, You can, you're a person that's thinking of the perfect relationship, and you know, you're dreaming up what you want in your head, but then every so often you come back to reality. And see, it's not what it is until the point where it drives you crazy. So that's really what it is. Okay. I guess. Cool. I guess uh, the short is, it's about dating. <laughs>
1: all right, going <laughs> gonna let's uh, listen to Alice in the Wonderland. I'm gonna mute us and just give me a thumbs up when you hear it. here. Nine, 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 nine. a very punk vibe kind of remind me avril lavigne just that this sound the little
0: rock and have you seen have you seen the video for it
1: i have not it is okay
0: so it's on my youtube um page so if you watch the video then you'll understand what the song is about
1: okay (laughs) and tell about your youtube is it just under apricity
0: yes it is so i do have um like i'm a big believer to bring out a song i need a story so i won't bring out a song without a video so anything that i do have released right now has a matching video with okay. a story behind it
1: and including I have, "Wind of
0: change so
1: nice i will have to go check that out i will go dev- yeah. i've seen the, the pictures and stuff on like your your instagram when i was reading stuff trying yeah. to find bios i saw that so i have to watch the video and i have your cover challenge uh, oh
0: okay hold on i got to I gotta prepare myself for
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad. It's not bad. I was listening okay. to your style, so I was originally because you kind of you're kind of faster. So you like the faster music. I don't want to give you thing too slow. I was thinking originally I was gonna do Alana Miles Black Velvet. I'm like, mm, it's a good song, but she wants to go a little bit. She likes to sing a little faster and go a little faster. So, all right, so let's go in that vein. Let's go with Joan Jett. And I hate myself. Oh my
0: goodness, you're you're kidding me, right?
1: I hate myself for loving you
0: when you're launching a new product. I did that cover.
1: Life. Did you? Oh, crap.
0: I, no, no, that's 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 awesome because we, uh, we like to throw in a couple covers here and there, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes um, when we perform. And um, so we did a couple of like all ages um, events and I thought, what's a good like rock and roll cover that, you know, everybody would know. Mm-hmm. And I just happened to see... The tour last year, Joan, De- Joan Jett, Molly Crew, Def Leppard, mm-hmm. um, they were in Toronto, and I was like, I hate myself for loving you. <laughs> so that's an awesome one, and I know all the words, so there we go.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. So now I'm working on Purple Rain. I wrote it because, I, yeah, I was thinking about it originally. Like, like I love Blackfield with Lana Miles, but your style is more upbeat. It's like, I was like, okay, Joan Jett, or do I want to go with uh, Pat Benatar? That was kind of my... My oh Rocky that's choices. close
0: too. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I was like, let's but, keep her. And Alana
0: Miles is from uh
1: Canada. Is she?
0: Did you know that? Yeah, I did not know is. that.
1: Yeah. I just I know I love Black Velvet. <laughs> that's a great song. I
0: love that. <laughs> it's song. a great song too.
1: My yeah. daughter has her album inside because she loves um, she, she started digging into Queen because I let her watch Wayne's World. So she's like, Oh, I love that song. And then she started digging, and now Queen is like her favorite band.
0: So I was lucky enough to go see them with Adam Lambert last month. Really? They came to the, they came to Toronto and uh, I mean, obviously it's not all the original members, mm-hmm. but Brian May. Um, so just like, we so amazing. Um, and they were just, their, their show was fabulous. And Adam Lambert did an amazing job. Like he, he did justice to the band.
1: My daughter tried to get me to go to see him. and, she had a, she had tickets to go where, where her boyfriend had tickets that his, his dad bought. And I'm like, no, I said, don't take his ticket. His dad bought that for him and his son to go not for his son and his girlfriend and him to sit in the car. So she didn't go. I said, no, don't go. But she almost went to that concert. She tried to get, that, to get You,
0: you would have loved it. You would have loved You know, honestly, you would have loved it. The
1: the last concert I went to um, was um, Allison Krauss and uh, Robert Plant my wife took me to one oh. a show in Alabama because they had a show and it was amazing. And I usually don't go to the bigger concerts. I kind of stick around the local songwriters and stuff and listen to them. But the, that, that I hadn't been in decades. And that was the last one I went to. And I went to that last year, year before. I can't remember, but yeah. it was. Robert it was great.
0: Plant would have been amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: And he, he made the yeah. joke. Like, I was like, I'm not going to sound like Led Zeppelin year. So we're going to slow it down and keep it <laughs> it fits my voice. What was That's your pretty neat. What was your first concert that you went to?
0: My first concert um, was when I was a teenager, and I stowed away. <laughs> we ran away, and I saw Def Leppard.
1: Def Leppard. That's
0: yep. <laughs> Almost got crushed at that concert and killed. Well, I wouldn't say killed, but it was it was pretty scary. Um, yeah, we were we were uh, sixteen. Okay. my cousin and I and we went with my our friend and her older sister took us but you know it was like oh we're going to sleep over at Samantha's house but really we went to London to see a concert <laughs> and you know ooh, it was ske- it was sketchy there's just so many people but um, yeah that was my first concert and it was terrifying because the amount of people that were there <laughs> so
1: see for, for me it was Charlie Daniels I remember going to see Charlie Daniels play oh and- okay uh, here, here in georgia there's i don't think it's i don't think it's around anymore it's a place called Lanier lamp they used to have concerts linearly now it's like a water park but they'd had concerts and i remember going we couldn't i didn't we didn't get the money for the tickets but if you sat on a camper outside of the the uh, studio you could see the stage and you could hear him playing i remember doing that <laughs> that was so much fun.
0: devil went down to, the devil went down to georgia then
1: Oh yeah. He, that was his last song because if you ever watched him play yeah. it live, he would play it so fast that the strings would just start popping and smoking off of wow. his fiddle. And he would always, so he always saved that song for last, especially here in Georgia. He would just go to town on it. And he was so, yeah. so good. Oh my God. He was such an amazing musician. So Apricity, what kind of a uh, projects you got going on?
0: Um, So I do have three songs right now that mm-hmm. I'm working on. Uh. One is being mastered actually, so it's finished. Um, the other one is close to being mixed and mastered, and the other one we're just finishing vocals on. So I've got three in production, and then I'm going to start um, the video process. I'm um, just getting together with the video team this week and going through, you know, what we're going to do in the video, um, and start filming that next month. So I probably, you know, coming into the holidays, I'm not going to release anything um because it's it's christmas so i'm probably looking at late january um to get another new song out
1: and, uh who do you use for like your video production crew
0: um so i've been working with a team out here called dropout entertainment they've done all my videos and they are just amazing amazing people to work with um we work really well together um I'm pretty, you know, I'm pretty ecstatic to work with them. Um, we just started, and you'll see it when we filmed uh, Alice in Wonderland, we just started using a lot of AI technology as well. Okay. So it's pretty cool to see the things that you can do. So I'm pretty excited to do this next video. Um, usually what I do is I sit and I'll write out the whole treatment for the video. Like my ideas, what I want, costumes, what what happens at what part of the lyric um, and I've got some got some crazy ideas that I think we can bring to fruition for this.
1: See, my producer always tells me I have a musical write because I want to put some of the weirdest instrumentations and just ideas in the songs because you, you put it's so much fun. We mentioned earlier about the songs like you get in there and it's not just singing and playing. The song kind of takes mm-hmm. on a, a life of its own, and I like to hear weird stuff like i'll put like still drums reggae i want to do a song with the the, the fiddle boat on a, on a guitar i think that would right. sound, sound crazy cool i did a song with a french horn one time just because i wanted to hear what it sounded like with a french horn i'd like that stuff. that's cool what's the uh the weirdest instrumentation that you have ever put in one of your songs nothing strange
0: um nothing strange yet
1: no nah. will
0: but i mean again but again, I mean, I'm fairly new to this, so um, we'll see. We'll see what happens.
1: I'm looking for a day I can put bagpipes and a steel guitar together. I don't know how that's going to sound. I may take. You're going to sound notes. like
0: Sinead O'Connor. <laughs> she has a song. Um, um, it was on. I'm trying to think which album it was. It was actually to a, to a movie and there's pipes in it. it almost sounds like a like it's very celtic very celtic rock rock song
1: but. okay i'll just check that out i, I know uh she, yeah. she did she had did nothing compares to you i think it was a print song and then i heard chris cornell yep. do it and oh my god chris oh cornell i've heard that version. version have you him and him it. in the studio oh, oh. yeah yeah man yeah. i always love that Sound was Lord a and,
0: great song yeah but he did that song. Nothing compares to you. And I was just like, "Wow."
1: <laughs> I did not you know, know he could sing like that. I knew he's a great singer because oh, yeah. he played sound Soundgarden and all that. But, I, but that was him stripped down. I was like, "That is, oh, that is yeah. just amazing." So, so
0: the the Sinead O'Connor song is called "Thief of My Heart."
1: Thief of my heart. All right, see, I'm gonna I'm gonna write all this down so yep. I, I know "Thief of My Heart" because I got on the top "Purple Rain" so that I don't forget to do it. <laughs> of my heart so what we're gonna do we got time for one more song and then we'll we'll finish playing with the 20 question kind of game uh at the end like i said so we got random questions so what's the for your last song that you want to share with everyone which one do you want to do
0: well i guess we should do the one that's when one that's in the top 10
1: okay so tell everybody the, the kind of the story or is there a story behind the song that you want people to know about
0: Sure. I mean, this song is called the fear and obviously the fear, the fear we have inside of us, it could mean, you know, it means something to me. It means something else to you, but it talks about things that we're afraid of and pushing forward.
1: So it's not snakes, is it? Cause we talked about fear factor in the beginning.
0: <laughs> no, but however, again, like the video, the video that I, uh, I have on YouTube is, you know, it is kind of about zombies. Is it? So <laughs> it is. I've got. So to you'll check have out to do some. I have to do some catch up on my YouTube videos.
1: Absolutely, there is a lady. I don't know if you if you know the band. Uh, in this moment, they do. I
0: absolutely love them.
1: I love her. She is so talented, and I heard her do like just her an acoustic, and her voice is crazy. Well, the first video I was watching, um, I don't know if it was "Whore" or "Blood," but my kids walked in and she's like covered and I think it was blood because she was like covered in like a nurse outfit and like blood all over and they were little at the time. So it kind of scared them, but it it was, it was really, I like her. I should have. She's
0: She's really, Um, I, I watch her videos and they do a really, she does a really great cover of we will rock you.
1: I haven't heard that one yet. I have to listen to that.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: See, now if I knew you liked it in this moment, I might have picked a, one of her songs for you to go to. Yeah. But oh, well, I already chose it. So you're <laughs> Jones, yeah. did it is. All right. So okay. I'm going on, I'm on to mute us and play the fear. You know, the, the way, just give me a thumbs up when you hear it. Okay. It's such a good song.
0: It is. It's a it's a great song.
1: So anybody listening right now, that's that is the song uh that she, we talked about it's in the Georgia Sunbird weekly top 10 countdown. And I'm I'm like an iPod shuffle with everything I do. I I'll never do one style ever. Anybody knows me. I mean, you look at my iTunes, I've got Tupac, I've got I've got some ABBA in there, not a lot. I've had a couple ABBA in there, but to talk <laughs> Hank Jr. I, I have a mixture of everything. Reggae, we talked about it. Um so it's there. So when somebody comes on my show, I always like to put their music in there and the way that it works, you say, you vote and move forward week after week, after 12 weeks, I officially retire the song. And all that means is it's pulled out of the countdown, but it's still on the Spotify playlist I make for the all time volumes. Uh, so I'm up to, up to seven right now. Uh, but there's a lady uh, that if, if you last 12 weeks, which you seem to be doing really, really well in there, um, her name is Muriel. She runs a little indie radio station called My Indie Radio in Paris. And they do a feature ad on you there.
0: Oh, lovely. That's great.
1: Because that's kind of one of the things when she, she put one of our artists in here and so, yeah, so let's do something together and help. Because I, I love helping songwriters and, and other artists. And why not? I mean, everybody's <laughs> there's so much music to go around. And in your style, as I'm sitting and I'm, I'm listening to it. Like you had that punk song with Alice in Wonderland. This is isn't really punk it's kind of it's evanescent ish but it's it's still good it's it's a different style it shows your different ranges and different styles i like that
0: i think like for me i you know and maybe this was back in the day like before my time people were well what genre are you in well why do you have to be in a certain genre i mean to me it's like make the song yours Mm -hmm. And I want to be able to appeal to all kinds of people, all kinds of ages. You know, there might be a song, maybe this song doesn't suit this person, but this song suits Mm -hmm. this other person. So I I think being able to come out with songs that can hit all ages, all styles, and have something for everybody out there is important.
1: I would agree with that I, my my band, we always make jokes about it. I call our music mutt music because it's such a mixture of everything. People love, people love mutts. Right. So you can't put it in there.
0: It's true. But if you I'm, look at some of the artists today, like even if you look at, for example, Pink or Miley Cyrus, mm-hmm. they've got songs that sound like country. They've got songs that sound like rock. They've got songs that are ballads. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not, not the same as it used to be where it's just, this just has to be hard rock. Cause you're this band, right. <laughs> you know,
1: It's always I think when you get big enough, you can do it through like radios and stuff. They'll do whatever you want to. But like singer, songwriter, people coming up, you still can. I mean, you gotta find your style. There's a there's a difference between your musical genre and your brand. There's a big difference in how you want to come across as an artist. And you you hit the nail on the head if you just stick to one style of like music, if it's just hard rock, okay, you're gonna get a following, you're gonna get people that like it, but you're missing out on other styles look at i give you example hootie and the blowfish darius rucker he from the 90s right he everybody knows him i know him as hootie i don't care what his real name is i know him as hootie but he's in country with darius as darius rucker as himself and it is a perfect example
0: yeah exactly exactly and it's uh you know it's funny because i have i i uh have a couple songs with you know some radio stations and then Q107 and um, 94.9 rock radio, you know, they have Alice in Wonderland. They don't have mm. the fear, but they have Alice in Wonderland all my lives, And then I have a different station and I actually have easy listening that play the fear. So it's, yeah. you know, it's, it's mixed there for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. The fear is a little bit more easy listening side, but it's just, like I said, when, when I, I'm, when I put stuff in a countdown, I never know how, how it's going to do. You, you don't know. people, or sometimes they love rock. You know, I've got, I've had hard rock put in there. I had a, there's a lady in Nashville. Her name is Claire Cunningham. She does country music. She's actually from Ireland. She does kind of Irish jig music sometimes, but she started Mm -hmm. in a rock band called Thunder Mother. And she just blew it out, out of the water. And so I I love different styles. And I always will will do it that way. I'll never, anybody listening. I I tell my guests two things. One, of course, share with everybody, you know, but two, pay it forward. Send me somebody, send me another artist, another songwriter. And I don't care what step in their journey they're taking, what style of music they play, they're welcome to come on and we will all play the Wheel of Death and we will have fun and we will just listen to their music. <laughs> now, I That's do. That's going to be
0: the, a good, good party game, Wheel of Death.
1: Yes. It could be a drinking game. Uh, we Now, I did do, uh, <laughs> we used to play a drink game here at the house is we would take lyrics and read them and I would read them like a story time. Like, okay, tell me what song this is by the lyrics that I'm reading. Can you do it? If you can, not of course it's a drinking game and you would, uh, yeah. <laughs>
2: by, the, by,
1: the, by the time you got like three or four songs in, you're already drunk and you can't remember anyway, but it's always fun. <laughs> so thank you for coming on, Bruce City. I had so much fun.
0: Same here. Thank you. I really enjoyed it. And obviously thank you for, I mean, you're top 10. I mean, that's, that's great. I, I uh, would say to your listeners, you know, ch- check out my YouTube site. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I put a lot of work into the videos and I'm really proud of them. Um, and if you haven't heard the songs, watch the videos first because that will give you a story behind the song.
1: Okay. And we're not quite done. So tell everybody uh, all your social media, wherever you want them to look you up at, whatever, where they can find you. <laughs>
0: Um, so I'm on all streaming platforms: Deezer, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music. You can find me on Instagram, uh, Prissy Official Music, Facebook, Twitter. I'm on TikTok. Can't miss me. No excuse not to follow me.
1: Okay, TikTok. I'm not. I'm learning TikTok. I'm. Not, I know it's kind of a necessary evil that people have to use, but I'm. I'm kind of trying to figure it out.
0: Oh, there's great recipes on there. I can spend <laughs> hours just looking up looking up, hey, I want to bake something, or I got this new air fryer. <laughs> These fast air fryer recipes, I'm like, wow, I didn't know you could do that in an air fryer.
1: <laughs> see, now I like cooking with, I'm I'm probably doing most of the cooking here in the house, and I use like a, um, uh, what do they call it, Instapot. I love cooking with the Instapot.
0: Okay, there you go. TikTok, yeah. you yeah. will find some fabulous recipes on there.
1: I see. I'm feeling old because I went and I bought... You, have you seen those little choppers that you put like vegetables in they're like rectangles and then you slap it down and it cuts them up yep and I love that I use that all the time and I actually now I bought a uh, apple core so you put the apple in there and it mm-hmm. cores it and it makes slices <laughs> I know I'm getting old when I'm buying stuff this <laughs> <laughs> <the> kitchen. <laughs> All right, so we got some more will of death questions. And it's funny that we talked about food uh, because the, I don't know if you can see this, but the question that came up was what's your favorite dessert?
0: Ooh, anything chocolate. <laughs> anything <Or> chocolate? <clears> TR
1: <throat> I don't like that. I tried it. It's so.
0: Okay. Crème brulee. See, <laughs> I can't have just one favorite. Okay, Crème brulee. Crème <clears> brulee. brulee.
1: Okay. See, I'm 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 boring. I like this, like vanilla ice cream or Reese's. That's kind of <laughs> I, I'm not, nothing fancy for me. That's as fancy as like
0: that's okay. That's okay. That's okay.
1: Fancy like Applebee's. That's me. Okay. <laughs> what do you want to be remembered for in life?
0: Music, telling a story. All
1: uh-huh. right. That's one that I ask because, like, it's kind of a silly question to ask because we're doing a musical podcast. So most of the people, I'm only remembered for music. <laughs> I might take that one, but it, it's still a good question. Okay. What's a hidden talent? We've talked for about an hour or so. We, we know you like chocolate, but what's a hidden talent?
0: I can wiggle my ears.
1: Go ahead. They, they won't Look, see it, but I, I can know. see it. I can't see you're hair. Yeah, uh, oh, well, it's probably I, my hair
0: but I can't I can wiggle my ears okay <laughs> that's why I didn't tell
1: it <laughs> see now I have and I two. ask
0: people I'm like can you wiggle your ears they're like how do how do you do that and I'm like
1: yes yeah, muscles like I can't I, I I, there's no way I mean I, I do like voices for my little girls her little stuffed animals and stuff she'd always have her friends do it or like my mom would make me do karaoke for Elvis when she was alive <clears throat> every I'm time sorry. she she would do it she said Jesse I want you to go sing uh the American Trilogy song because I could emulate Elvis. When I was a kid, I wanted to, I'd, I'd sing Elvis. I'd do Elvis songs. Oh, you know, I think I'd sing all that stuff. So American Trilogy was the one that I'd always do. I need to put this effect into the podcast so I can hit the button. Okay, we, we know you're singing your song, and you're obviously you're a great singer, great artist. But if, if anybody could sing your song besides you, who would you want to sing them? Who
0: would I want to sing them? billy idol
1: okay i was thinking amy lee because you loved everness since we talked about that uh, billy idol cool
0: billy idol i'd like to hear billy idol take on that you know i i i was talking to somebody over the weekend who just saw him live a couple months ago and they said he sounds exactly like he sounded in the 80s mm-hmm. live
1: i've heard that too I've, i completely yeah. heard that because I'm people's like, Oh, and I pitch these. Like I, like I said, I'm out so to pitch songs. And so I, I wrote a song. Me and my daughter were watching Grease. And I don't know if you've ever, you do it for yourself, but just, I wrote a song one time for, for that. My idea was watching Grease. So during the hand jive, and I'm like, What if Hellstorm did the hand jive? And so I wrote,
0: Oh, Hellstorm,
1: yeah. I, I wrote a song called I Can Be Yours. And I had a rock singer that she came in and sang it. Her name is Brie Fox, local singer. Oh, she killed it. Amazing voice. And, uh, but my idea was to pitch it to Hellstorm. So I got to find a way. I think I'm going to put, like, we talked TikTok earlier, do like a little. TikTok. And,
0: and, I think mean TikTok.
1: And tag or do like a look, lyric video for it because I can't afford the other videos. But I can do a lyric video and then tag Hellstorm.
0: That's a good idea.
1: A couple more questions for you. And then I'll let you go. Where do you see yourself in five to 10 years?
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> hopefully, uh, hopefully somewhere warm, warmer <laughs> than where it is here right now. <laughs> um, that's my first honest answer. Somewhere warm, I'd like to. Why well, it's not? It's not that cold right now, but it's damp. Okay. You know, it's it's getting. It's November. It's getting to be winter. Um, I would like to see myself in a castle. Are you going to ever shoot Um, a video
1: in a castle? That would be cool.
0: Close to it. Working on it. Okay. Working on it. And I, you know what? Honestly, five years, I just want to be healthy, happy, you know, close to my family. Okay. And still working on what I'm working on. And some of our
1: (laughs) And Warm. Everybody got to be warm. Now, do you get to do music full time?
0: No, I don't. Okay.
1: I don't either. Um, I love it. (laughs) So...
0: I pretty much work 24-7 because when I'm not working, I'm working on music. So then um, I do find a minute to sleep. Um, and outside of that, yeah, okay. <laughs> it's pretty busy. All
1: right, got two more questions, and then I know because, again, thank you for, for coming on the show. And- oh,
0: my pleasure. My pleasure. I know,
1: pleasure. I know we, we had a trying to get back and forth, and Zoom is crazy sometimes okay so you you know mine do you have any phobias
0: oh i do um i actually and i was this came up over the weekend we were talking about going into mines and i said i went i had the chance to go into mine and go under but i couldn't go all the way through because it started getting smaller so i am claustrophobic i'm claustrophobic
1: okay and mine, mine is
0: snake.
1: Yeah. we are we, we've said that multiple yeah. times so if anybody yeah. wants to my wife we were outside one time and there was a snake it was dead and uh, my wife was talking to to somebody in the car that pulled up and i walked up and she just kind of kicked this dead snake out of the way well i walked up when she kicked it and it went flying at me <laughs> oh my god i screamed so high i probably like you know what i i, I know that I, I took my man cart away right then but that that was not called for <laughs> all right so i kind of end on this question a lot of times with guests because a lot of people that listen to the show are artists or songwriters and they kind of they like to get inspiration that's why i do this i get inspired by listening to you guys i love writing love co-writing i like inspired i do that stuff that's so i know other people do as well so what's some good advice or the best advice that you've ever received that you could relay to anybody else listening
0: honestly the best advice that i've received and it's something i do every day i keep working on it i keep working on it if you want something you need to keep working on it i think people quit too short of their goal because it takes time and it takes perseverance and it takes work yeah. and you need to work with and you need to work for what you want it's you know, it's work, but you need to stick at it.
1: That's good advice. So, and with that, everybody, this there's
0: not, a- you know, there's no fairy godmother. There's no one waving a wand at you, you know, I mean, but it's perseverance and, and good old hard work.
1: Yeah. Now, I had people wave stuff at me before, but it's never been a wand, so... <laughs> Again, everybody, this is the, the Georgia song. <laughs> Prissy, thank you for coming on the show.
0: Another podcast. <laughs>
1: that, oh, that is, I, yes, we could totally get into a whole other podcast. Thank you so much. Thank and, you. Do's and don'ts of <laughs> etiquette. But, hi, right, everybody, this is George song. That was Prissy.